the trip, by the way, Justin. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Wait, well, we, uh, we talked about it last episode, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, Is there more to the story? Oh, no, no. Yeah, oh, no I, I guess. Yeah, no, uh, there, there, he was, he, I guess Cynic just, just didn't hear. You didn't hear what happened. <laughs> I didn't. No, was, I didn't. I didn't hear last week's because uh, what what were we covering? Because whatever it was, I didn't watch it. It was uh, Reacher. Yeah, I didn't get to yeah. that yet because okay. we ended up uh, watching Ted, and I was yeah. fucking zoned out all week. Yeah, no, that was yeah. So yeah, so how how was your uh, your vacation, Justin? So <laughs> give the, give the long notes. story <laughs> short, I uh, I wiped out on a moped that was way too powerful. It was basically a motorcycle. And I smashed into a car and like completely like busted up my legs and my knee and ankle and stuff like that. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> you Tobied the whole vacation? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was still, the rest of it was fun though. What, what day I, into I, the trip I was with busking this? Day one, because we oh maybe day two, day two, day two. Yeah, I didn't hear Ryan when he said what you were doing there, and I, I said he. It sounded to me like he said you were stripping. So we had about a 30-second conversation oh, about oh. you stripping. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. No, I was, I was like, busking. what is Justin doing? He's stripping? Oh, I okay. was busking there, and uh, we actually got code enforcement called on us because we were using uh, amplification, and it was another busker who, oh, shit. who, 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 who tattletailed <laughs> on us because they wanted us to move. We were getting it's kind of like, like the ice cream wars. You know how like there's like yeah, legitimate yeah. issues with ice cream truck. It's like this the same yeah, underground like busking you know organizations <laughs> fighting battling it out. Were you playing hips or only deep cuts? What what was going on? No, only you only play hits. You you got to play what people know. You got to play touristy music, yeah. whatever that is. Whatever I, I like that. But what's funny? So I I jokingly said that Justin got um you know w- was reckless driving, but he actually got a ticket for reckless driving. Yeah, I got a ticket for reckless nice. driving. I got one of those <laughs> once. It was ridiculous. Which reminds me, I have so. to to send in my not guilty verdict. Not verdict, but my plea. But if you fight it, doesn't that mean you're going to have to go to court and, That's and the whole show back thing. up down there? Like, well, then I get to go back down there, right? It gives me oh, excuse right. to go no. down. If you're itching to go back to Florida, I guess. Uh, unlimited <laughs> travel budget. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Remember, uh, Key West is a little different. So it's, it's, it is Florida, but it's, it's, it's basically mm. – it's, it's, you know, it's yeah. its own thing down there. They have their own laws and their own jurisdiction and everything. And I have a and uh, I could just stay at my buddy's place. So yeah, the the the, the flights are not expensive. So it's a cheap trip. It yeah, for the most yeah, part. that's fair. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll get started with already recording, so we're good to go. Welcome to the Portable Hole Podcast. I'm Ryan George, and I'm here with my good friends, Justin and Cynic. Uh, how are you guys doing? Well, I'm a little sick, uh, not with the cove, but just yeah. sick in general. So I got a little cold. It's frustrating. It's like things were going well, too. Yeah. I was getting a lot done. And I was being very productive. And it's like, Phew. I went to physical therapy today, and I just got home, and I just you know, passed out for a couple hours. I was tired. Hopefully it'll be gone in a day or so. Yeah. How are you really doing, Cynic? Uh, you're, you're back after a week away. Oh yeah, I uh, completely missed you guys. You know, yeah. uh, 
I mean, the charges were dropped, so everything kind of comes out in the wash. But uh, it was an exciting week. Yeah. Hey, what'd you What'd you do? What was What made it exciting? Ryan, I'm lying. Don't make me pontificate <laughs> any further into the. Uh, you're, you're ruining right. it. <laughs> Don't take things so literally. Now. Not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> you just blew the bit. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Done. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's good to good to have uh, both you guys back back in. It's uh, like uh, it, 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 it was holding down the fort a little bit for the last couple of weeks, but uh, but it's always good to have both you guys on here. So, um, I guess uh, what have you guys been watching? Uh, Cynic, have you been watching anything interesting recently? Yeah, I just recently picked up the uh, I guess it's the full length series of Ted on Peacock, okay. where uh, they went to a. <clears throat> A, kind of a prequel episodic type deal and uh yeah it's it, it's been a lot of fun i mean mm-hmm. i i would definitely recommend it to everybody uh, i'm not quite sure about the the actor they chose for john but mm-hmm. the humor remains the same uh super vulgar and uh you kind of get a look at uh, john's home life and uh you know kind of how they ended up where they ended up in the movies but I mean, for the price of Peacock, which is still relatively cheap compared to everything yeah. else. Uh, and, and speaking of which, I, I got some axes to grind with uh, Amazon there. Oh, but really? uh, okay. yeah, uh, I mean, Peacock is super affordable and it still has a lot of great content on it. So yeah, Ted is one of those things that you should definitely check out. Yeah. Listen to a podcast that refers to it as the cock. And so whenever I think of or hear or refer to Peacock, I, I like instinctively, it's like I have to refer to it as the cock. I don't know why um, I brought up that little anecdote, but but that well, is who what owns it. Peacock. So, Was what are your NBC? issues with Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what yeah, was, so, what's, what's your well, gripe with uh, Amazon? If you guys watched Mister and Mrs. Smith on uh, you know legal means, then you've seen that Amazon has now introduced a ad-free option when it has always been free and it's been a perk for having Amazon Prime. And I love Amazon Prime. I I probably do about 75% of my shopping on there outside of food, but it annoys the shit out of me that I now have to uh, shell out $3 a month to stop the ads, which they haven't gotten too invasive or or too awful yet, but you know, it's coming where it's, they're going to break up movies and shows and shit with it. And I just think it's, where they could have separated themselves from the other streaming services. Yeah. I guess that's part of the challenge is like, you know, is it us being, cause I noticed that this, that, that last week watching it, it was frustrating, but it's like us being like, you know, we, we had a good thing and we should, you know, just appreciate it while you have it, but it's free. Um, versus, you know, like, is it, is it more that we just got, got, we're fortunate to have something free for a while and now it's not quite as free or, or as convenient or is there something wrong with what Amazon is actually doing? Is my $3 a month going to put them over the fucking top, Ryan? I mean, yeah, I do they know. not? I mean, the guy is the richest person in the world. He could kick some back to the company and maybe save yeah. me a couple bucks. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's like, this is not, it's like, I feel like it's more of a passion project. I don't know that this is what Amazon, you know, this is where they're making their bread and, you know, you know, where their bread is buttered, I guess, so to speak. So yeah, it's like, it's a weird thing to start well, charging people. And then what, what's the next I, step? Is it like... There's no such. There's no ad free version, or there's no ad version. It's just going to be a separate paid thing. What were you saying, Justin? Well, it's that's what companies do, right? You're always looking for the next way to make some bucks, and it, you know, three dollars, yeah. right? Millions of users a month. That comes out to big money at at the end of the year, and that's always yeah. what they're 
that's always what they're looking for. So yeah, they're like, but- well, we we got the we got the content. I'm just looking at it from a business perspective. It's like we got the content, and we know that people are still going to um, subscribe to Prime, right? And some will get the extra service. Some just don't care. Some will just do it. But here's the, the 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 sort of sneaky part that I don't like is the way that they do it. They're like ad free. Do you want it? And it pops up on and it and it's confusing. So a lot of people might click yeah. on oh yeah no I want it I want an ad free version and they'll just go and they get lured into it. So that is sort of the the shady part. Look it's it, it's still better than watching regular television that has a lot more ads, you know, eight minutes worth for every 30 minutes is a lot more than what we're getting on, on, on prime. So it makes, from a business perspective, I get what they're doing. It's like, look, you want us to remove the ads, pay, you know, you pay a little bit more. I get it. I I don't like it, but what I, to me, my issue is the way that they did it, that that little bubble pops up and it's like, it's like, Oh, you want an ad free just, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will mindlessly, it it feels like that's so many companies are doing that now. It's like the, the, the sketchy sale where they lure you into it by through sort of technical means, like someone's just sitting there. Do you want, you just click on something and and then you're lured in. It's very, so it's very sort of shady. It's dishonest. So that's more my issue is the way they went about it. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the thing for me also is I, I don't know. I, I feel like we're getting to the point where I don't know how valuable Prime is anymore because, yeah, OK, it's convenient to get things delivered right away. But like it, I'm finding now more often than not, I don't know about more often than not, but often I'm just getting stuff outside of Amazon because it's just cheaper to get things elsewhere. All my dog stuff, which I used to get on Amazon, I get on Chewy. A lot of times it's like, ah, this thing is cheaper to go, cheap for me to go over to Target to get it. And so I found that lately I'm not using Amazon as much because I'm just not seeing the same kind of value. And so maybe there is a world where like, I'm like, you know what? I don't need Prime. And do, do I really, you know, so I don't know. It's annoying. Because I, I think, I'll, the, you know, it's, it's always great gripe. to have the, uh, you know, have, have the, you know, the shows, but also like there aren't that many shows. No, they're, they're not. And, um, Here, Something that I don't love about Amazon, just from from the shopping, is the is the sheer number of vendors that you can't return stuff to now. Like that was sort of a, a thing with Amazon. You're you're protected uh, in a in a way, and you still are. But although you have to jump through hoops, now there are so many vendors that are in China that you can't ship stuff back to, and they they sell you. Um, crappy products not what you purchased right it just happened today like literally today right we we, had, we got something we couldn't return it we brought it to the post office like this is not an address right oh you have to fill out a customs form and it's going to cost you more than the product to ship it back we're like we're not going to do that so you know we had to call amazon and go through the whole thing and you know <laughs> you know it's first world problems of sorts but it, it kind of goes with your whole thing it's like well why you know the whole the whole idea was like you're buying from you know what you're getting and now you don't so yeah there, there's less and less reasons now that's what happens you know disruption um <laughs> that I did. So, so so justin have you been watching anything recently besides uh besides what we're gonna review today <laughs> uh not not too much i don't know how you guys have time to watch so so many shows it's crazy I... I don't know how I have time <laughs> but because I, we're we, not hopping flights to Key West yeah, every yeah, exactly. weekend. Yeah, yeah. We don't busk and uh, <laughs> reckless drive. So, <laughs> but, you know, actually, I, I actually this this week I was not much. I watched, I you know, got, I got um got through Mr. Mr. Smith and uh, watched the first episode of Curb. 
uh, Kirby Enthusiasm oh, yeah, the yeah. last season. Which, um, do you guys both watch it? I mean, I've gotten through the first two seasons a couple yeah. times, but I've never gone deeper than that. Okay. And I know I have to because it's amazing. It's but great. Yeah. It's just one of those yeah. shows that always end up on the seasons. back burner. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something that, definitely an acquired taste, but um, but it was it's fun. The first episode was fun. You know, more of the same, only he's angrier. Um, okay. and, uh, there's some, there's some good stuff there. Uh, you know, I love the greatest decision they ever met, made was, um, him and Leon, like that you're yeah, bringing yeah, on, good, when, you know, having point. Leon as his kind of like sidekick. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Their, their relationship and, and, uh, the chemistry that they have together. But, uh, but yeah, it was so, definitely solid first episode. Um, I'll be you watching know, it. sad to see it. it it's going to go, but you know, it's been on for long enough and we can always really long time. Leon is uh JB smooth, right? Yeah. That guy is fucking hilarious in yeah. the Spider-Man films. Funny. Yeah, he is. He, he, he's <laughs> great. Yeah. Like one of the best cast additions ever. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, he, he's awesome. So I'm you know, exci- excited. I'm glad. And, like I just love the, you know, they, they're, they're back to, um, back together and uh, we'll get it, you know, get a, I guess a 10 episode season of it. So that should be fun. So uh, let's get into news. So I, so I pulled, there's a bunch of different interesting news stories. Uh, we'll see how many we get through. Um, the first one. So, I don't, so either, so it's funny, like we, you know, we don't, t- I, like I rarely talk about wrestling and like this is the third or fourth straight week that we brought up something from the, I know, the WWE. So the- Bringing us back to eighth grade. No, seriously. I mean, it's, it could be just that it's, it's, it's like bigger than it's ever been almost, it seems right now. But like, so either, also like, okay, so either the the Rock and the WWE have pulled the greatest like work on everybody or the rock is trying to like basically sabotage not sabotage but kind of throw himself in, like into the mix in WrestleMania um in in a way that's kind of selfish and 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 uh so basically a few weeks ago they he was named to the board of or named to board of directors of the of TKO and uh you know given a lot of money and um you know like I don't know if you're following following if you know, how much you know of what's going on Justin um I've got a few little but basically so, pieces yeah so so you have so so on the rock side, you know, obviously he's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, but he's had a rough few years where it seems like you know initially like he he you know he had a, he's had a couple movies that have bombed, um you know there was issues with him and other actors in the Fast and the Furious franchise and in in Black Adam, um there were issues of him trying to kind of you know take over the DC EU and uh you know and then Black Adam was a was a disaster and you know, there's just kind of all all kinds of controversy with him so he was somebody who was like untouchable for a long time sure. but just has had kind of uh, misstep after you missed that um and then was named to the board and then you have um so in the wwe there's this what's happening is so cody rhodes who's uh dusty rhodes's son um was kind of meandering around in, as a mid carter for a long time finally left went on his own and basically built himself up into a major star and he returned a couple of years ago and when he returned he's become basically the biggest like baby face in in wrestling sure um he's been massive and the big storyline for him is basically you know it's like they keep calling it finishing his story which is basically that you know his dad you know won the title I think it was Madison Square Garden, but he won the title, but that that never actually happened. Like he never, I forget what the circumstances were, but like he, for one night he had the title, but then it was never official, never happened. And so his whole thing has been chasing that title like winning the yeah. winning the belt and he went into wrestlemania fought in the main event last year and lost and it was initially like for a lot of people it was like this is crazy because the expectation was he's got to win he's going to win and he didn't and uh so it was it's been building back for him to do it again this year he wins the royal rumble and is supposed to fight in wrestlemania you know supposed to choose roman reigns who's the longest running champion in a very long time and then the rock somehow finds his way in the mix 
So the crazy thing is that when when The Rock found his way in the mix and it seemed as if Cody Rhodes was going to choose the other champion um, to fight for the championship, the fans revolted. And there was like a big revolt online with people like, you know, we want Cody was a massive like trending thing online. Um, the the following Raw, the fans booed the, anything, any mentions of The Rock. They were constantly chanting, we want Cody. It was as if like the entire fan base just turned on The Rock. Um, and you know, like the, the video of the rock showing up and basically coming face to face with Roman Reigns and, you know, ostensibly announcing that the rock is going to fight him at WrestleMania was the most disliked video, like in the history of the WWE, it's something, you know, something crazy. So, 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 so the question then in this situation is like, either this is a, a huge work by the WWE and they figured it out. Like they, they knew the fans would turn and this is a brilliant move to make Cody Rhodes, even a bigger baby face because he become a bigger face to the point that like the fans will revolt or it's the rock kind of stepping in where he, you know, doesn't belong to mess things up again. And now they're going to have to kind of course correct. So, uh, I'll, you know, Seneca, are you, have you been following this story and any, any thoughts on, on, on which of those two it is? Well, have you ever done something and it just turned out amazing and you didn't mean to? Like maybe you fell and you threw something in the air and you caught it and it just looked awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. It's unintended consequences and they're going to roll with it, which they should because in the end it's going to be brilliant. But I don't think that they brought The Rock along to say, oh, let's build uh, uh, Cody up to uh, be a bigger star. I think that they saw what was happening and this is a a grand opportunity to kind of pull this guy up to the next level because even though in the indies and AEW he was the man, he's still not quite there yet. Like in the WWE uh, panthos of superstars. So I think that uh, this is the opportunity and I think they will find a way to, um, they will find a way to pull them up because they need to start creating new stars. They can't just keep bringing these older guys back. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's the biggest box office thing you could do is have the rock and Roman reigns. Like that's the money thing because that's going to bring in all the casual fans. The, thing is though for me i was actually looking forward to it like i've been following it kind of on the ends and i was like you know what i'm gonna watch wrestlemania because it actually is interesting if the rock fights roman reigns i don't think i want to watch it anymore so i've kind of like bought it but now but now you're right like it's as if they realize it so the so the wwe leaned into it so they've been you know they they've been talking about this being a big deal and apparently something just happened today like some kind of wrestlemania like you know, a, a related event. So it seems like they've realized whether or not it's a work, they realize this is a big deal and they've kind of latched onto it and they're, yeah, you're right. It's like, it's like they, they, they it was kind of happy accident, but um, yeah, it's going to make the, it's going to make it bigger than it ever was going to be. It, it, you know, it seems. Well, they get all the, of- they get all the benefit from um, the rock wrestling without yeah. him actually wrestling. Yeah. Like they get all the buzz. His name is in the story. And, uh, the uh, unintended consequences you make Cody Rhodes a, a superstar. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, that's the thing. It's like he's becoming. It's 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 kind of interesting because I think in, initially when he lost last year, the you know it was like, wait, why would you do this? You just buried him. And somehow they figured out a way to make it an even bigger story. And he goes in this year, e- an even bigger star to the point where like again, a casual you know casual fans are interested. Someone like me who doesn't watch it, I'm like, you know, I'm probably going to watch it this year because I want to see this. It's like they've done a great job building that up. But but yeah, then, but it's like yeah, you don't want the Rock mucking it up. But uh, yeah, Justin, what were you going to say? Said, yeah, uh, uh, Joe, when you mentioned that, the, um, the it, it reminded me of, uh, of, uh, of new Coke, like when they made the new recipe for a Coke 
uh, in the late eighties and people hated it so much. Like Coke was sort of like Pepsi was the new thing, you know, well, it wasn't new. It's funny. It's almost as old as Coke, but it was getting popular. They had big ads and it seemed like this, you know, they had, you know, it was, you know, it was popular. And then Coke was like, let's change the recipe. And uh, there was a revolt and it wound up making Coke classic more popular than ever. And like, it was completely an accident. And there's still rumors today that they did it on purpose mm. I don't think they did, and I definitely don't think that this was planned by uh, you know the, the powers that be in the WWE. Yeah. I yeah. think that they thought, well, oh, this is going to be big. Let's bring The Rock back, and then the, the the fans revolted, and then they were like, well, you know what? Let's let's you know, let's course correct. And I still think they're going to come up. I still think that The Rock will be involved somehow, yeah. and not just in the promotion. So yeah. they'll he'll they're going to work it, and they're going to have a, a clever. And I'm sure there's lots of fan theories, but it, it also brings it to the uh, uh, sort of the important aspect of of like of, of uh, WWE fan fiction, yeah. where yeah. like the fans have are are controlling. Yes. The narrative, they're almost writing it themselves. No, the, it's a so, really – not completely, but it's a re, – It's the, the fact that the, they would have that level of power to, so, to do something like that, it's, it's interesting. It just it's, – so it's, it's, it's an evolution. It's not the first time. Like there have been yeah. situations where the fans have kind of decided we're going to get behind somebody. And, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. It happened with Kofi Kingston at some point. So they will get behind – Somebody. The difference now actually is that with Vince McMahon not in the picture, I think that they're much more likely to listen. You know, like I think Vince McMahon would, you know, like with some guys, is like, all right, you know what? I'll toss it a token, and then take my title back, and and you know, that's it. Where I actually think that they're listening and they realize, and and I think you know, it's interesting because the fans are kind of part of it. You know, they've always always have been, but yeah, they're definitely like, it's it's uh, they're listening. And this is a situation where I think, yeah, you know, they they ran the risk of you know, alienating the fans. And at least it's good that they're leaning into it. And it's like, okay, there's something here. It's just figuring out like what this thing is to make sure that the kind of Cody Rhodes story ends properly and not, you know, in a way that the, you know, fans are disappointed by. Cause again, if you got me wanting to watch it, you know, like that's, that that's good. Cause I'm, you know, I'm definitely like the, the type of fan that they, they, I think I'm the type they of fan that they thought back, they'd yeah. get with the rock, but You're I don't a care casual, about that. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> filthy casual. I'm not even a casual. I'm a, I listen to podcasts that happen <laughs> yeah, to talk about so what weird. happens. So, yeah, I know it's interesting. Yeah. More interested in that. Ryan, you know what also it reminded yeah. me of a little bit. Remember uh, a lot of the shows in the, sort of getting towards the early to but towards the mid like 93 94 when uh when hogan was getting booed a lot yeah where they were starting to really boo him and that and i there and look that was certainly before right the internet explosion where you were you know had yeah. for just where things like that could spread and um you you wonder if they listened to the fans then. Yeah. So it just sort of well, reminded me. They didn't. Me of I that. mean, that's what happened. Hogan left, went to WCW, and the NWO starts, and that changes wrestling. That you know? changes. Stuff. I think another time where they didn't listen was John Cena, because there was a point where John Cena was getting, you know, booed out out of the building at time, you know, for by fans, and they just kind of held on to it, like, nope, we, we're going to keep him as a face. And yeah, I, but you know, that was that was Vince, and yeah. uh, um, I was thinking this while you guys were talking. Um, for uh, AEW, which is the next leading competitor, the worst thing that could have happened to them was this uh, merger between UFC and WWE. And at the same time, Vince being removed from power yeah. because now it, it gave the WWE like uh, almost a little more legitimacy. 
yeah. where they seem like an actual organization and it's not just play fighting with uh, d- yeah. uh, predetermined results. They they feel more like they're getting a bit of a rub from being associated with the UFC. And yeah. part of the reason why they didn't listen to the fans back in the day and up until recent was Vince thought he knew better yeah. than the people that were paying for the product. Exactly. This is what, what's going to work and we're going to push this and this guy's going to get over. And uh, now that that's gone, they will be able to follow the trends and they will be able to listen to the audience. And I think that'll only benefit them in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, You know, I'm going to follow this because you know, I I do want to see how the rock handles it. He seems to have a fairly massive ego and like, does he lean into this and become a heel? Like, do we get like the rock is the heel or do you know how I think ultimately I think Cody's going to save him. I think that uh, I think uh, the rock's going to get injured and and be out of the match, but Cody will save him in the meantime. And he pushes Cody forward to, to go finish the story. Yeah. That should be interesting. Um, So the next, the other story, uh, Justin, did you watch house of the dragon at all? No. Okay. So this won't matter much to you, (laughs) but um, they, so, you know, with the, with, with uh, Miley Alcock, who is, um, who played uh, uh, princess Renera in a young princess Renera in, um, in house of the dragon was recently cast as uh, Supergirl in the new James Gunn universe. Um, I think that's awesome because she's amazing. I think she was, she was one of the best, uh, you know, best, best uh actresses or best actors on the on that season of house of the dragon which justin you definitely should watch uh leading okay. up to season two um I she's will. she's phenomenal like so about so much so that like the what the show does is like they jump in time so they cast a different actress for her and nice. i kind of wish they didn't because she's just so good she so, was uh, much yeah. better than the person that took over yeah no she was amazing so like kind of sad that that she's not in that role but i'm I, i'm 100 for her as a uh, super girl i think that's an awesome casting choice any any thoughts in your end cynic um, yeah i can see it i mean when it comes to casting, uh, to jump over to Marvel, I mean, the, the, all we keep hearing about the Fantastic Four is it's going to be Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. I don't love that casting, Agreed. but I've been wrong a thousand times about casting. I finally see the movie, and the movie's fucking great, and the guy nails it, and it's – I'm willing to give anybody an opportunity. I don't really – I don't play fantasy casting. I don't write fan fiction. I just – Look at the product in, in front of me and whether the person did a great job with yeah. what they had to work with. Sometimes yeah. they don't, and sometimes they don't have a lot to work with. I think she's going to kill it. She's a great actress, and we'll, we'll, in the end, we will can only judge it by results, right? Yeah. Another another Brit playing one of our, our American heroes. <laughs> oh, no, she's not a Brit. I think she's from Australia, if I'm not mistaken, but – Another non-American playing one of our our American uh, heroes. Um, so another another huge news story in uh, podcasting is Joe Rogan uh, signing a new contract with Spotify. But this time, so initially when so when Rogan signed his initial contract with Spotify, it was something that I think it was like two hundred fifty million dollars. But he was exclusive to Spotify. Um, and this time around, it's it's it. They, they, the wording is it's a multi-year contract worth up to two hundred fifty million dollars, but it's not exclusive anymore. So now he's able to publish his show back onto like YouTube and Apple Podcasts, and uh, you know it seems as if he's um. It seems as if Spotify is getting out of that game of doing exclusive things. I think may, it makes sense because the biggest players in like the podcast you know game are YouTube and Apple, right? Like you 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 know, and and you just aren't going to get the same kind of visibility if you're not on those platforms. So I guess it's some kind of situation where they're paying them and and some mix of like ad revenue that they'll get in from the show being, you know, played on those other platforms. But uh but yeah, another massive contract for who would have thought, you know, in the you know early two thousands that the 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 commentator on the UFC broadcasts would be, you know, one of the biggest and most influential media personalities I know. in the world. It's crazy. Well, it's like this. 
first off, I don't understand why they're giving him money. Like if he's no longer exclusive to Spotify, is the ad revenue that big that it's going to offset a couple hundred million dollars to Joe Rogan? Like, I don't understand why they, they, they signed the contract. Yeah. You know, if they're still going to get the benefit of having them on Spotify, then that's uh, a good question. Yeah. Like how does it work financially for them? Yeah. You know, I understood the, the last contract because it was yeah. uh, their exclusive and you had to go there to, uh, to, to, to hear Joe Rogan. So yeah. you had to use Spotify, but I don't understand how now it, it benefits them by ke- them keeping them on. So, yeah. but I'm not a I mean, financial. It, well, so that thing is like the language is, has been you know, up to $250 million. So I guess there's certain levels of incentives. It makes I guess from their perspective, um, it, you know, as they still seem to be in the business of of having, you know, Spotify, you know, cr- creators that are tied to them. I guess they the the connection to him is important enough that I yeah I guess there it's some man some matter of it must the ad revenue must be high enough that they you know that they benefit somehow from it. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It seems like a weird deal to make if he can be on any platform because he would be on Spotify anyway. So why pay that much? But there must. You know, I don't know if maybe there's some kind of a deal where maybe they get to publish first, or you know, they get some amount of the ad revenue or whatever it is. It's it's a, I mean, this guy has made a half a billion dollars, you know, for just talking into a microphone. Um, yeah. so you know, random people. It's, it's you know, interesting. I don't, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but uh, wow, it's like an insane success story. I know it's, it, it sure is. Well, just get just, no just to test Spotify. Just they're the. I mean, I just you know, I think they're they are one of the the biggest, most evil empires, right? Basically, taking uh, you know, just advantage of uh, of content creators, musicians, you know, artists of all types, podcasters, yeah. <laughs> right, and and using their platform to make billions and billions of dollars and not pay anyone except the 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 you know the top the you know the, the top point one percent. Yeah. It's really disgusting what they do, right? It's so I, I, I won't won't go off on it, yeah. but it's, it's like think about it. Even but, as the Jimwits, we had uh, we had hundreds of th- you know a lot of streams, right? We never saw a penny for yeah. it. You know I, what, what was their excuse? Oh well, if you well, they, you know well, if you're oh, if you're not a, a, a musician then, or if you're not a music artist, well, you're not. It's like no, we're, we're creating content, but even the music artists don't get paid. They have yeah. hundreds and hundreds of thousands, millions of streams, and they get two cents for it just as well. And they're making money off of them. They're really just a. a just, no, this is not to rationalize, but that gross. that seems to be the tech industry, right? Oh, of like, course. Give people stuff for free, at the expense of some other people, and you just hope that the larger, you know, the people that are getting it for free don't you know value the getting it for free part more than they they they're upset by the fact that other people are getting screwed over you know and that seems to be like almost every tech company sure like and it's unfortunate not to jump down the joe rogan rabbit hole too deep but uh i don't know justin's relationship status but us being you know in happy relationships uh did you know that joe rogan is a a red flag on dating sites like it's right up there with uh, voting for Trump or any number of uh, toxic male traits. Yeah. If you listen to Joe Rogan, women, some women don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. I read that and I, I was shocked. I didn't think it had uh, devolved into all yeah. that. But 
apparently it has. Yeah, no, <laughs> and it used to not be like he yeah. used to be. It, he used to be, you know, someone you listen to. It's like, all right, you know, you, you listen to him. You, you're all right. You're in, you're into mixed martial arts, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Or and that and that, or you're into some sort of, you know, the tr- truth politics or something like that. Yeah. And then as he's gotten more and more bonkers, and uh, and and I don't know if he actually believes everything or if he just does it for the listenership, but. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know, but regardless, like, he's he's putting out a lot of bonkers stuff. Yeah. And, so the know, thing is, that there was a time where, like, I always felt like, okay, I'm not. I, with when he interviews the right person, I like listening to him because he'll ask, he will ask the question some often, like not often, but he'll ask the questions that a lot of people might feel like too dumb to ask, or they don't want to appear dumb by asking it. So kind of sometimes yeah. I would like him interviewing certain people because I did feel like he'll he'll ask certain things that maybe others won't, but. You know, I always felt like he was a little bit like, uh, you know, a little bit uh, like thin skinned, um, didn't take criticism very well, but at least he had a variety of guests on. So he had yeah. a lot of interesting people. Some really have people. some were really weird and wacky and out there, but then he'd all he'd, he'd have a lot of interesting people. And then he just kind of made a shift over the last few years that was kind of it was it was much more much less diverse of a group of people that he had on the show. It became a bit of an echo chamber. And then, yeah, he just kind of started spewing his own weird things and he, he became like obsessed with certain subjects that it just became like I, why am i listening to this it doesn't you know it, it got it even went for me past the point of like i'll listen if it's the right guest to just like yeah i'm just not gonna listen like i don't yeah. you know i just don't find i'll find I, I, uh, there's too many other too many hours in the day for me to, to waste listening to you know to him but but again mm-hmm. success story nonetheless um uh so we Couple other stories. Uh, first up, I, so I'm not a big uh, Super Bowl or uh, football fan, I guess. But uh, Cynic, uh, you, you're 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 a football fan, right? Yes. What, what are your what are your who's your, what are your, what's your Super Bowl pick? I have no idea what's going on. So so give me your quick uh, your your quick Super. Well, Bowl the pick. um the the Chiefs have a real uh, Patriots vibe anymore, and they have a second gear when it comes to big games. And I just feel like until somebody can knock them off in a in that platform, I, I, I think you've got to go with them. Uh, San Francisco, fantastic team, all, all very well rounded. Uh, you know, they could put up the points, uh, they can pass, they can run, they could play defense, they could do it all. But Patrick Mahomes, to me, is an X factor, and I yeah. think that the the Chiefs will walk away with this. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you my thought on it. I felt so bad for the Detroit fans. Um, I like. I'm not a I don't I'm not a huge football fan, but like Detroit, like talk about a, a city that has just been reamed over the years uh for the you know in sports and especially like they would have just loved so much. Look, the 49ers have had a lot of success, not recently, but I mean they've been good, but obviously not like what they did in the nineteen eighties and through the nineties. Um but man, like Detroit, they I, I don't like to I don't like to second guess coaching decisions. Right. And I don't like to say that, you know, the co, you know, they sh- a team should have done that. They are professional. They're on the highest level. They know what they're doing. But I, I just remember, remember like watching that game and saying, this just, this doesn't feel right, right the whole time. And I don't like to second guess. I, I just, that, that's my whole pick on it. Yeah. I, I agree with Cynic. I think that the Chiefs are going to, you know, fifth gear it. Right when when it matters the most, and they're gonna they're gonna pull it out like a dynasty. Um, but man, I just felt bad for the for the people of Detroit that it would have meant so much to to get to uh, ha, you know have their team in the in in the Super Bowl. It was well, if we're being fair, Justin, the way they coughed that game away. If we're being fair, um, there I believe their coach is named Dan Campbell, 
and y- you live he lived and di- he lived by those decisions all year long he yes. played with house money like he was on a hot streak all year and he, it worked i mean they won a lot of games they relied on jared golf that was his guy that it, it worked it just didn't work when they needed it to so it's yeah, like it, it falls under coaching under- though yeah if that you have to know when it went to, to go with it you know when to when you know when to make a when to make a tough decision well, I, I you're, think you're not just, wrong. You're you're not wrong. I, I, I agree think, with you. I think he just went with what got him to the dance, and what got him to the dance was these high risk situations. But some of them were near foolish. Um, it's one of those situations though where they hadn't won a playoff game in forever. They hadn't won a road playoff game in even longer. So it's uh, one of those where it's uh, don't be sad that it's over, but be happy that it happened. And just so you know, ownership rewarded the loyal fan base for uh, sticking around as they finally won a couple games in the playoffs. Some of their ticket prices went up by 85%. So season ticket holders, you're welcome. But uh, they have a bright future. They got a good team. They got a good core. They'll be back. But in the big situations, he can't make choices like he did because they're low percentage choices. Yeah, you have to. And I guess you learn. You live and you learn, right? Yeah, uh, he's still relatively a brand new coach. Like he's yeah, only he been doing it, I think, three or four years yeah. in that position. So I, they're not done. I mean, as long as they keep the nucleus attacked, they're going to make more runs. Hmm. All right. Well, we got uh, one more news story, then we'll get to our get to our review. So, um, Gina Carano. So speaking of, we bring up UFC. I mean, um, WWE a lot, and uh, bringing up their partner, um, uh, the UFC. Or well, I guess not with UFC anymore. But um, or was she ever? Wait, no, she never fought in the UFC. Actually. She never so, fought in no, the UFC. That's right. So anyway, uh, so Gina Carano. Strike um, force, I think. Yeah, she did. Um, so obviously, you know, big uh, you know, kind of women's MMA pioneer um, who uh, made the transition over into acting and uh, was recently, you know, a major player in Star Wars The Mandalorian. But um, due to her kind of, you know, social media, as many, you know, <laughs> that becomes their downfall. Um, you know, she kind of spread some crazy views, anti-vax stuff, election fraud stuff, transphobia, like anti-Semitism. Like her Twitter is just filled with just insanity. And eventually, you know, Disney dropped her. Now, I'm not sure if they fired her or if they just didn't renew her contract. But they basically, were, you know, it's like, look, she's no longer in the role in The Mandalorian. Um, and they went on, a, you know, on with their life. And this week it was announced that she's filed a lawsuit um, against Disney. Uh, and is asking for them to either reinstate her or compensate her uh, for, you know, the, I guess, money she's income lost and emotional damage. Because look, at the end of the day, like her acting, she's not a great actress and uh, her acting career has not really gone very far since uh, Disney. Like she had a, she had a nice situation. And if she kind of would have just been a little more judicious in her, her social media choices, she probably would have kept the job. But um, yeah, she's suing Disney for her job back. Uh, what, What do you guys think about that? Well, with the backing of Elon Musk as yes, well. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah, Elon Musk is backing this. But, yeah, it's like it's kind of kind of crazy. Like, you can't, you know, they, they're well within their rights uh, unless there was something contractual that, that we don't know about um, to remove her from that. Um, you know, every, con- you know, contract has a uh, – what's the clause? Like, the – Morality clause. Yeah, clause. exactly. And, like, look at this. Like, if you look at some of the posts, it's like – 
you know, one after the next after the next. Like, yeah, you know, you, this is Disney we're talking about. Yeah, they, they, they will get rid of you if you spew that kind of craziness. And if you want your job, you know, you have a choice. Like you could if you want to be able to say whatever you want, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Right. But like you can't you're not free from consequences. And that's just that's the case. It's like you if you're going to say whatever you want, you have the right to do that. But you can't be upset if a company, especially a company at Disney is like, you know what? We don't want anything to do with you. And, and you know, that is what it is. And, I, you know, I not that she was missed all that much. Well, first thought is I would seriously doubt that Disney would fire her without grounds, mm-hmm. right? Because she knows that um, if there is even the slightest chance that that she could sue them for you know an early terminate whatever it is that they wouldn't do it they would find a, they would they would find another way to to do it um so i would I, i'm sure that they they either evoke the morality clause or that they had a legitimate reason and you could be certain that it's in their contract that that they have the stipulations to be able to get out have you know drop yeah. someone if they need to or or maybe you're right maybe they just didn't renew it so but of course it makes sense that she's going to sue why you know what else does she have and especially yeah. if someone else is um you know is backing it yeah. you know flipping the bill so yeah. Yeah, well, it kind of reminds me of when Peter Thiel paid uh, for Hulk Hogan to sco- uh, sue Gawker. Yeah. It's kind of like the same oh, thing yeah, where, yeah. The, you know, somebody's got an axe to grind, so they're yeah. they're going to use the legal system for retribution. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that they let her deal run out, so there is no termination. Yeah. They just didn't bother to renew her. But yeah. listen, when you get to the point, and Ryan, I know you've been in, not to go back to the relationship, but you've been married for quite a while, and this is probably the best relationship you ever had. And when you get the best thing in your life, regardless of whether it's a relationship, a house, a car, but it's something you really treasure, you take care of it. Yeah. You you do everything you can to preserve it. You do yeah. everything you can to to make sure it continues. And she was warned repeatedly yeah. by the people at Disney to knock it off. And she chose to, well, uh, freedom of speech. Freedom yeah. of speech does not come without consequences. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I work for a public entity. If I uh, go say something stupid as a representative of my company, I'm going to be fired. It's happened. Um, I believe somebody burned a Quran down at uh, the World Trade Center and was fired from my company. Yeah, you know, and, and gave an interview saying who he was and what he did, yeah. which was in, uh, incredibly <laughs> stupid. Yeah, so, so she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She knew she wasn't going to get. I mean, they were going to give her her own show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was heading insane. towards her own show. So to throw that in the dirt after, I mean, she's not going to go back to fighting, obviously too old and and not in the same shape that she was. So acting was the thing. She got the role of a lifetime on probably one of the most popular series, uh, you know, out there at the time. And she threw it in the dirt and then got upset that it got dirty. So, I mean, who's at fault here? It's definitely not Disney. Exactly. No, it's like, I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, you know, you, there's always going to be consequences. And if you're, yeah, like if you're a, a public representative of a company, you know, there, yeah, it's like if I get the job of the life of a lifetime, you know, and, and they give me chances, you know, it's like, hey, don't say this, be, you know, kind of relax on whatever it is. Like you have a choice, right? Like it's like, okay, I can, I can die on that sword or, you know, sword. I could, I, or I could die on that hill. But then, like, that's my own fault. Like, then I value being able to say whatever I want to say. You know, what's worse is just it's all mostly BS that she was saying. So it's not even like it was like, uh, 
you know, there's anything actual uh, of value, you know, but you know, now she's not in the show and it's like, yeah, it's not like they're going to, she's not going to be missed. No one cares, you know, and she, she's not, you know, she's fine in that role. She's, you know, has the physicality. Oh, and I loved her in that role. Yeah. And I don't think it, it, I was all for them recasting her only because I thought you needed that character in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there's other actresses out there that probably could almost fit that bill. I yeah. mean, it's not a lot of heavy lifting, yeah. but, um, and fuck you! You can get Ronda Rousey and throw her in a black wig, and it would just be that, yeah, just yeah, as yeah. fine. You, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's it's just unfortunate the way it went down, and uh, she's got no one to blame but herself. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the news for this week. Um, cut a couple things out that I will probably try to throw on next week. But um, so yeah, let's get to our main topic. So, um, Mr. Mrs. Smith, the review. Uh, so show that I honestly, for me, I wasn't. It wasn't super highly anticipated. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Donald Glover. Um, I think Atlanta is one of the, you know, just one of the best shows, you know, of the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years. It's just such a such a great show. So smart. And I love that as a writer, he's not afraid to just go for it. You know, and I, as we've talked about plenty of times, like I like people that take big swings. And I think he, he's the type of writer that does that. Um, so before we get to the show, uh, did, did either of you guys watch the movie or do you remember the, the original movie? Um was now when you the heard about gone. this, were you and was it was it was your initial thought like okay that's dumb I don't care I don't need a, a series or was that something that actually was exciting when you heard oh there's going to be a Mister and Mrs Smith TV series? I mean I'm just over remakes right yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's the thing I don't care what it is and or how much I liked the original property it's it lacks originality I did like the idea of a spy drama with a couple yeah. I you know that. Uh, I don't think we get enough of that. And the, yeah. the, to me, that's a lot of fun. Like I even enjoyed this last, uh, last mission, mission impossible. I thought it was fun. Okay. You know, I'm not a big bond fan, but I do like spy drama. So yeah. I, I was interested to, to see what it was, but at the same time, let's just come up with something else. Stop, yeah. stop living in the past and, and, and trying to make money off of things that have already been done. So yeah, I, um, I was thinking the same, I was thinking the same thing. It's like the, the remake, but it, it, the, the modern remake is it, it's, it's it, basically what it is. It's something totally different that just goes off of a, a name that people are familiar with. So, right. I, it, it, it stopped bothering me as much as it used to, because it is, it, I mean, it's basically a different, you know, it's a, it, it's a totally different show it's a different yeah. it's a different thing altogether but yeah it is annoying the idea of what you you, you have to use a name that people are familiar with to get people in it, it's almost like it's a marketing thing it's like yeah they they could have yeah. just done the show with a completely different name but it wouldn't have had the same buzz so yeah, yeah. It, it's it's well, annoying you know I, I, think, I get it i get it i think that's fair i think there are certain times where there's a reboot or remake of a show or movie and it's like why didn't you just call like i i don't like this because you called it x y and z if you would have called it something else i would have been perfectly fine with it and i think there are situations where that's the case in this case i you know i like i think it made sense and i like that the show and so okay um so just talk a little bit so we will a little bit of spoilers i know that Cynic, you're up to episode. You're in the middle of the series, and Justin, you're you've got one episode to go. I finished it, so we'll kind of. I'm gonna be careful not to spoil it for both of you guys as well. Um, spoil things. Um, but what I like about the way the premise of the show. So in the movie, they're married, and they're both spies, but they don't know that they're spies until like you know third act, and then yes. that, they're fighting each other. So what I like about this is it basically turned that on its head, like. They it, right off the bat, they know they're married. They know they're spies. They don't know each other, 
And so that made it really interesting because then you have this whole like relationship drama that unfolds completely different from like what we what we saw um, in the movie. So I, I like the setup for that. And so with that, actually, so we're kind of um, going through like, the re- you know, kind of how we'll, we, I format my re- like reviews is um, I kind of go through the fi- five categories and then we'll just kind of talk about each. So first part is the story. And so in this case, um, Cynic, what were your thoughts on the story? How did how, how so far? How are things unfolding? And are you excited about what's coming up? Well, I can tell you that the first episode alone, kind of slow. And I almost checked out, but the explosion at the end uh, really rocked me back into the story because I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe this was not a great idea. You know, I'll power through because we're going to podcast on it. But, uh, you know, that turn uh, brought me back in. Um, The story so far has been good. I know you're a huge Donald Glover uh, fanatic, Ryan, but I just feel like a lot of his characters are derivative of like, I felt like I was watching Earn in a, a spy drama. Like he, he um, his mannerisms, uh, his, his, the way he moves through the world just feels the same in every single role. And I'm not saying that there's no range. I'm just saying that, uh, uh, that I, I just, I think somebody else needs to write for him. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like he's a fucking talented writer. But I just feel like that uh, it felt too much uh, of uh, like what I've seen before from him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the sweaters, the whole fucking deal. It just it felt like towards the end of Atlanta where they actually had money and started dressing up a little bit. And, you know, uh, so for me, that that took me out of it a little bit. But I mean, he's been great in the role. I mean, he's a great actor. He's a great writer. Uh, I've got no problems with him. But uh, that that was the one thing that. uh kind of stuck me a little bit is that it just felt like more of the same from him. Um, Not incredibly crazy about uh, what's uh, the co-star's name. Um, Maya. What is it? Erskine. Yeah. Let me uh, get you that name right now. I should have. uh... Mr. Smith. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Maya Erskine. Okay. I don't feel like she's believable in the role and she just seems like every annoying girl uh, that I've ever dated. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, so I, hold on that because we're, we're going to get to that. We'll talk more about that on performances. Cause I'm actually, I mean, I'm, this is interesting. Cause I, I might, I have a diff- maybe a difference in opinion on that, but yeah. Now, Justin, what are your thoughts so far on the story? So, um, so now you're up to the end. So like, are you I'm like, to I gotta watch that. I'm excited for that last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, it's a tale of two halves of a series. First, mm-hmm. first few episodes. Um, yeah, the first it started off a little slow, but yeah, I was very interested in the moving of the plot, and then the show for me took a turn mm-hmm. where the story completely stalls out, and it becomes more about their interpersonal relationship, which to me, um, be, started becoming insufferable after oh wow okay so i enjoyed it up to an extent and then it kept going Interesting. and kept okay. going and kept going and kept going i don't think so, you like it. <laughs> so i and i enjoyed a lot of it and, and a lot look i find a, a lot of it was um is uh i don't it, this is more about performances so i'll, I'll yeah. discuss this in performances but that was the okay. thing i really enjoyed the story and then i felt that it stalled a little bit as it went too much, especially with the the um, 
the therapist episode okay, yeah, really yeah. was sort so, of the dividing line. That's the fly. So that's episode funny. Okay, that's All the right. fly episode. <laughs> wait, wait. Although to be fair, I love the fly episode. You did, did not. So, uh, <laughs> so it's interesting. I didn't mind I, it. I liked it yeah. more than the fly episode. So but now, this is also. Be, I'd be interested. So you haven't watched Atlanta. I'd be interested to see your thoughts on Atlanta because I think what happens. Um, and cynic, you're getting right there. So to me, there's a couple episodes um, that are coming up. There's a therapist episode. Um, and uh, fly episode, and 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 then there's there's a couple that they unfold. It's like things slow down, so like it's not as much action, even though there is, and it is more about their relationship. But to me, that's that's what makes the show work. Um, and we'll I'll talk a little more when we get to performances. But I think that their chemistry is really good, mm-hmm. and like anybody that's been in a long term relationship, I think there's a lot of uh, performances, the ups, performances, the ups and downs of that. So so I think I I, I get the um critique or that frustration of um of like the show slowing right you have this spy drama and then it shifts from spy drama to like relationship you know kind of comedy so Uh, i get to watch four episodes of a relationship drama of a relationship i don't think they should be in in the first place what works to me though is the writing because like so much of it it's it it is really funny and it's self-aware and i think there are those moments that are like yeah like there's again i I won't give it away but there's a couple of moments where they, they they start making like they start you know, beating each other up over like over things oh, that it's, they say. It's so and it so, hurt, it's so accurate. It hurts. Like, so if, and like, we've all had those. Yeah. Like, oh, it, it was great. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I will. Is it? Is this part of story? Would this be part of? Yeah, story? this is part of story, right? Okay. Like, all okay, right. Okay. So, like, if you think of story, story for me is like you know, obviously the overall story, like but also writing. we're talking about the writing, the dialogue, okay. Okay. and so that's for me. It's, that's the thing. It's like it's taking a swing, and that, and that that's where the. the you know, I do get it. Like it does kind of have a lot of Donald Glover's kind of fingerprints on it, right? Because in Atlanta, you know, as Atlanta got more popular, I think they would just be there would just be episodes of Atlanta that didn't have any of the main cast or any of the main actors or have anything to do with with the story that you're fo- you've been following for years. And for, it's off putting for some people, but for me, I was like, I love it because it's just they're just tr- going for it. And I think there was some of that sprinkled in. So I get being a little bit frustrated by it, but I was okay because. And let's, we'll get to that. So let's go right into that. So, right. Cause I think you can't really, we can't talk about the things that we I liked about how the story unfolds without going into performances. So, um, yeah. Justin, what were your thoughts on the leads? And then the other part, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on the leads and the performances for them? And then the second part I'll say is one of the things that the show does is it, it unfolds like an episode of the week and every week every episode we get some kind of cameo. So your thought, yeah, your favorite cameo too. So I want you to tell me your, your thought, your, the leads, your thoughts, and then what's your favorite cameo, uh, so far? Um. Uh, yeah. All right. So I'll start with the cameo because that's a little bit lighter. I like yeah. the the Totoro. Okay. I thought yeah. I, like if he goes it. off when he's speaking, there is some good writing there. Where he, like, yeah. he, like right. he's sort of this sad dude who's like has yeah. strange fetishes. I, yeah. I I thought that that was pretty good. And yes, I I the acting to me I think is excellent. Yeah. I think they play their parts really well. Cynic, I'm going to disagree with you that she is that uh, annoying person. Like she that sometimes she is. She obviously is a complicated character and even beginning says, "Look, I have antisocial like she prefaces, I have antisocial aspects to my personality." Um and yeah, I think that the Fun. the, the <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really love that. Um, yeah, the performances are great, and the writing for that. I think there's some parts that are so it, that that are like so spot on. It's very millennial relationship. Yeah, like a lot of very, it, it's like point. we we get that right. The um, 
like the, the 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 types of things that they discuss is like oh but you know this is how i felt this the whole is, chat know, about like, maya was like oh my god like that, that was amazing i think it was episode one or two you know? and yeah. just like the having the oh you have a beautiful place so like they they, they go over like the apartments There's, it's a big <laughs> part of it oh and like talking about things like that and, and it's funny we've had so so many I've had I've found myself watching and being like, whoa! I've had these discussions. We've had these yeah. interactions with other couples. So that aspect of it, I thought was 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 spot on. But the issue for me is that it was just too much of it. Like yeah. if maybe one episode too much of it, and it just kept going to the point where the the main plot wasn't. Um, wasn't uh advancing enough so i would have just to like to see a little bit of that pulled back and a little bit more of the uh, of the plot advancement but yeah i i did and a lot of it was very funny i yeah. i did think and i thought the acting was 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 very good from both of them so yeah cynic tell me so your favorite favorite guest performance so far and then yeah what your thoughts thoughts on their chemistry well and, there hasn't been too many so i gotta go yeah. with john Totoro as well okay. uh you know one of my favorite actors since oh brother um just Every time I see him, like he makes me laugh. He just mm. inadvertently, you know, nonchalantly makes me laugh whenever I, I see him do anything. And he he really shined in that short period uh, of that he was on the show until he became compost. But I mean, it, what you guys are saying isn't encouraging me because <laughs> it, this isn't a question of will they or won't they. I know they will, and I don't want them to. Like I, I really. Uh, I, I hope an accident bestows one of them, uh, namely her, and uh, he, he goes on and, and continues this this drama uh, uh, by himself, yeah. and maybe they assign him another Mrs. Smith because yeah. uh, their relationship it's, to me it's is It's actually just, funny that you say that. It's super problematic. Like, <laughs> the, the shit she pulls. Like, yeah. I do like the pranks, like when she tried to convince him that his ex had uh, one on one hand. <laughs> oh, I that love was, that. that. I thought amazing. it was fucking hilarious was so good, because yeah. – it threw him like he didn't yeah. automatically like oh you're screwing with me he had to sit there and think about it yeah. and go through her old social media post to make sure that she had two hands yeah. so i did love that but the rest of the relationship it just mirrors every bad relationship i've ever been in and <laughs> i just don't find uh i don't f- I find when you use trauma to hurt other people or or, or use your trauma on other people it just it becomes toxic yeah you, you know what it's funny that you mentioned that um, I was uh, I, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she actually said something very similar. She was like, "The meanness of it is like yeah. sort of off putting. How actually mean they get?" Yeah, so yeah. So that. I think that that is fair. Like, I think I I think as car- as I think the performances are, are are good. You know, I do think um Glover's you know he's more he's reserved um and but I do I I like. The I like his performance in it, though he's not. You know, it's not like he's showcasing a ton of range. It's not that much yeah. different, like you mentioned, um, from Earn. But but I still think he's doing a good job. And I, I I do think they have very good chemistry, yeah. um, both ways, right? Like when they're when they're falling for each other, but also when they're at each other's throats, which it gets even worse. And yeah, like I would say it is entertaining. So so definitely watch it. But it does, it, you know, you you. you it is a will they or won't they, but you legitimately by the end are not sure if they will. And I think that does work. And you, you know, and by the end of it, it's like, yeah, is a relationship like this doomed to fail? Like, is she a sociopath? And does she just, is she just focused on her career? Does she really care about him? I think that the show does a very good job as it goes forward of, of getting you to question that um, to the very point where you're like, I don't know if this relationship is going to work. Like it may not because they may, they're on completely different places, 
and I do agree that maybe there, you know, it is a little, a little bit mean spirited with, with some of this stuff. And it again, only gets worse uh, from, from where you're at. But well, in um, the episode double date, it was uh, one of the, the great portions of that. And that episode was a little odd, but yeah. uh, was when they dropped the bomb that, Hey, there is no out in this. Yeah. Like when, yeah. when they started laughing, when we're like, well, we're just going to make enough money and yeah. go our separate way. Like there is no, you're, you're literally stuck yeah. with this, this disagreeable, mean, traumatized person. Like, yeah. you know, there is no out. So well, speaking of cameos, that that's what brings you back to that. The very first cameo in this show is, uh, is uh, Skarsgård in, in the very beginning. Um, and you like, it's like, I remember at first, I'm like, what, what is this? Like, what's this little prologue? Like, why are they there? Why don't, why haven't we heard from them yet? Cause it typically a scene like that. Okay. They die and maybe, maybe they show up and then we find out it's in the future or something. And then it's like, Oh, they're just another Mr. And Mrs. Smith that tried to escape. And that was the whole purpose of us getting yeah, yeah. them, you know, and getting that kind of, um, getting that cameo um but yeah that and my, and my favorite uh, you know there, there are a lot of really good cameos i like paul dano in it um just because like there's an expectation that he's one thing but he but but he may or may not be uh, you know he's just the hot neighbor which i also think is hilarious because like he's not the uh you know, yeah. he's not your 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 typically um you know attractive like handsome leading man but she keeps referring to him as the hot neighbor which is, is, is pretty funny speaking of paul dano not to go off on a tangent but if you guys haven't seen Dumb Money yet, you should because it's okay. fucking excellent. Yeah. And uh, he's the star of that movie. That's about the whole uh, shorting GameStop thing and uh, the hedge fund guys. I feel like really, I really good movie. It. It's good. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Speaking of good movies, actually, it was, uh, I was watching. I'm not going to go into a long tangent on it, but um, I watched, uh, and now I'm going to forget the name of it, uh, with Paul Giamatti. Um, oh, what's that movie that just came? It's, he's nominated for an Oscar for it. Um, I will tell you, and then while he's doing that, Justin, you, I heard something depressing over the week. Gwen Stefani is now older than Wolfer Brimley was when he did Cocoon. Well, Ouch. you look, people are not as old as they used to be. <laughs> yeah, so. oh, I agreed. She's a very young fifty-year-old, uh, beautiful woman, but it, it's still. It makes me feel super old knowing know, that yeah. she's You're, now older than the people I, from Cocoon. And, and things like that happen every day. Yep. It's like, wait, this person is older than this yeah. was when they were doing this. Now is that possible? The Holdovers is the movie that, that he's in. It's really, really good. But um, a little quick quick side, uh, quick tangent. Um, all right. So uh, next. Okay. So let's see. Next up is. Next category. <laughs> next category is audiovisual. Um, not a ton here. I thought like, so personally, I'll give you my thoughts and I'll ask you guys, but I thought it was shot. Well, it, you know, very stylish. I did like the score. Like, I think I, I like love, the music. Um, love the, the music. music is really well done. Yeah. I think it's the same composer that he uses for a lot of his stuff, but excellent. Um, excellent. Score. A good soundtrack too. Yes. They chose yeah, good absolutely. Um, I also, I've heard mixed things about the fight choreography. I thought it was like, it was fine. I don't think there was anything super special fine about it. The, I kind of liked right that it. they both seemed like kind of competent, but not quite like, you know, like clearly they had some training, but not a ton. And so I like that they, the, 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 um, fight scenes, sorry, if you hear my dog in the background, um, I like the fight scenes weren't heavily choreographed with them, like doing crazy things. It was like, they were just kind of figuring things out in the moment. The only issue is that if you're, if, if that's even any, anybody, they're dead at some point very quickly. Yeah. So it was like, they were very competent when they needed to be, but then like, they would also kind of, you know, be kind of incompetent at times. Um, so I guess that, that was a little inconsistent. But uh, but yeah, you guys thoughts on on you know audio, any audiovisual on this on the show? 
Well, the uh, about the the fight choreography, I, I didn't love the, the 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 Jackie Chan style comedy stuff while fighting. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's not it's out of place for for the show. Right, because the action scenes at first started were legitimate action scenes, and it sort of devolved into this whole, you know, like like Jackie Chan, like making wise cracks while you're fighting and being super calm. Like that, there was a one chase scene where they're getting shot at with machine guns, and and they're like cool as a, uh, making jokes and cool. That that annoys me unless the the show or the movie is specifically with that in mind, like the expendables or something where you expect that to happen, where it's such a farce that you're like, okay, they're making wise cracks while bullets are flying over their head. To me, that wasn't what this show was. And then they, and it didn't start that way. And then they started doing that. And it, it, it just, to me, I, I did not, I didn't really love that. The rest of the fight choreography stuff, it's fine. Yeah. I sort of, they're like competent. They're not, uh, they're not, you know, uh, Jack Reacher or something like that, yeah. right? They're they're sort of good at it, and yeah, the, the the fight scenes and the chase scenes are all, all pretty good. Some nice visuals, and yeah, I I really like the the score and the music. I think it's uh, it was that's really well done. Yeah, your thoughts? Um, two of the stronger parts of the show. Yeah. Um, I I don't mind the the fight scenes being a little sloppy because it is kind of like first day at spy camp. Yeah. where they're new at their jobs. So I, I get kind of sometimes it being, you know, adequate other times it looking a little sloppy. And uh, it was the same during um, the third episode, the first vacation where Ern walked up and smoked like five people, but then couldn't hit the other two guys that were like 10 feet away from yeah. him. And, you know, ended up getting pinned down in the back, yeah. which that was kind of a cool save uh, with yeah. the snowmobile too. Like I did like that kind of uh, that, turn of events but um yeah i mean the the score was fine the the visually it's it's been shot well i mean i wouldn't expect anything less yeah. uh you know it it, it kind of goes along with the the whole spy drama yeah. i mean clearly they had a lot of money because they were they shot on several different locations i mean they had that, oh yeah the yeah ski they're, trip i think the world traveling yeah yeah i mean the the shot stuff on the um high I do like the new i like the new york stuff yeah that, that they yeah, and, show a lot of like, cool stuff in new york and it's actually in new york unlike yeah. reacher yes. which is clearly yeah. shot in like vancouver or toronto yeah. or something um that's always a plus like if a show is in new york and it actually t- is in new york and they and different spots like they were in brooklyn different I think spots at yeah. points and you know it's like okay this is legitimately like a new york they show. referenced a, a place where I once went for um, for like a Caribbean or it was maybe it was Jamaican food. Like I remember like we were watching. I was like, oh, we were there. It's like a sort yeah. of an obscure part, obscure mm-hmm. place in Flatbush that yeah. that it was like they chose – like they had to know that that yeah. place was sort of a neighborhood gem. Yeah. That I – like we, I was there. I was like, what's to eat? And this was sort of like a, a gem. We were like, we eat there. It was really yeah. – it was really uh, – you know, it was, it was really good food. And they referenced it. I was like, all right. It's, no, it's pretty legit. cool. <laughs> That's no, always good. Um, yeah, it, well, it's kind of like them trying to sell The Last of Us, where they're like, t- uh, you know, ten miles outside of Boston, and meanwhile you're in the Vancouver mountains. Yeah. Like it's so beautiful. It's <laughs> like, like yeah. That, uh, yeah, Massachusetts yeah, doesn't look like this. I'm sorry, kids. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, all right, and then uh, next up, so we got two more categories. Uh, the, so internal logic and consistency. So basically, were there any nitpicks for you? Um, like, do you have any, any nitpicks or any things like in world that bothered you where it's like, you know, the logic, you know, we accept the logic of the world that there's some crazy spy organization, but like, were there things that just kind of annoyed you or, or were nitpicky for you? You know, I really didn't have any, I, my biggest problem with the relationship or with the show is the relationship. Other than that, I mean, 
I think it's interesting how they they get their missions. I think it's interesting that they have like a, a fail ratio yeah. that, that you know that that that's going to be away and above their head. But no, I mean, uh, as far as consistency, uh, logically, uh, lo- nah, none of that really, uh, it, none of it played into it for me. Yeah, like my biggest problem with the show is what the show is completely based on. Yes, <laughs> not not too big of a deal. Yeah, Justin. Just a tiny critique. Uh, there was, yeah, I, I didn't. It, I could suspend my disbelief. I think there was a couple uh, uh, weird things that annoyed me, like with with the uh, bit of a spoiler alert where um, I forgot the, the name of the actor where his you know where his wife is kidnapped. He's like, no go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give up the shares. Like, well, of okay. course he. Why wouldn't he? Like that, it just didn't make like it was yeah. it was weird. And then she accepted him for it. Like yeah. it says, "Oh, you really love that." Was a that was a weak, t- okay, yeah, that no, was weak. Fair. And I, then I similar with, with their with their yeah, the the uh, the double date. And then they just got drawn there, and they just hopped in the helicopter. And the other was like, "Oh no, you go, you go." It's like yeah, guess, you know, they, they were I didn't planning love that. that. Yeah. It was weird. It's just like wait, we're going, you're not going, and it just happened. And, I, and look, I get the whole thing where sometimes you know you've been drinking, and they, you know they sucker you into something, and, 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 it, and it happened like that. And it, it was it was just strange. And then I, and they didn't really discuss what the what the mission was down there, and it just sort yeah. of happened all very quickly. It was it, it yeah. felt weak that yeah. the, a couple of those things, but that's that that is nitpicky. Yeah. So and it's funny because I was looking for things to nitpick, and I really didn't. And there wasn't yeah. too much besides a few little things that I thought was was weak. But yeah. besides that, um, also, and I would agree. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I had nothing. I, like, I could just like I could just start going back in my mind and start thinking uh, like these they're they're high level, you know, they're spies, and they wouldn't realize that they were being recorded during yeah. their their uh, their sessions. Like they yeah. said, were being recorded, and it would just. They just oh we just forgot about that like really weak but besides that that's it I would say a lot of the spy stuff kind of takes a backseat to the relationship so it's kind of like they they very clearly spent a lot of time writing and making sure that everything about the relationship and and their connection and their dialogue was on point right because there's just so 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 many great lines between them about you know especially when you mentioned the uh the the date the double date episode there's a great reference to it i think it's in the last episode there's a great moment where they're referencing that and it's just beautiful so there's so much spent on the relationship yeah um but then a lot of the spy stuff kind of get it seems like it was like sloppily thrown together like without much thought because i totally agree i think like you know that that whole mission was kind of weird like why'd they accept why'd they go how'd they get out um, so some things kind of just get glossed over, uh, just for the sake of it, uh, where, but where I think they spend a lot more time kind of building those relationships. And so, so the final category is the feels. So the feels basically is just, did you feel anything? Was it, is it, you know, and again, you're not near the end yet. So it might be a little bit harder for you guys to, to def, you know, say for sure, but like, you know, funny, angry, sad, like, you know, how, how are the feels so far for the show? I put myself in his position, and if I was stuck with that woman for the rest <laughs> of my life, we might uh, we might fail those next two missions quickly. So I could uh, just get an easy out. I uh, like just didn't love any aspect of that whole relationship. Yeah. From you know, you know, from her uh, uh, just continuously nitpicking at him about everything, every little thing that he did or didn't do. Um, uh, uh, my big thing is communication. And I'm not the world's best communicator, but my big thing is if you have something going on internally, you need to let it out and we can discuss it regardless of what it is. We can get over it. And watching her 
do things like wanting to be held, but then, you know, seeing that he's asleep and then turning over, you know, angrily because she's not getting what she wants. It's just, it's incredibly immature. And it's, uh, you know, her being mad at him for uh, uh, still contacting his mom when he's explained, listen, that's it. She's an older lady. She has nobody else. You know, I'm it. it, It's stuff. And then continuing to give him grief about it. Like, oh, he's obsessed with his mom. Like there was nothing. uh, Yeah. She made me feel things and none of them were positive. (laughs) How about you, Justin? Um. I, it's uh, it, there, there's two things about it that were funny. Uh, well, two two things that two feels right. One of okay. them I found a lot of it very funny, and as I had mentioned before, it's a it's very millennial relationship. Like the things that they would talk about and the issues that they had and the way they were trying to express themselves and the and sort of the uh, the, the things that came up and even like the the, the double date and like the laughing and, and like. You know, saying going to other people's places. Oh, you have a beautiful place. Like I've we've done that so many times. So like a lot of that hit home with me. I was like, wow, we've done this before. But also some of the arguments and some of the the topics sort of gave me um, anxiety because I've experienced that before. Not on that level, but you know, we've all had had fights with our significant other where some similar type of thing came up you know what it, it reminded it it, it it reminded me did you guys watch the um i don't know if you're into this the uh the the the, the newish uh beatles thing with them recording and working out their, their it's really problems. good i haven't it's, i haven't it's, watched it. it's it gave me re- real anxiety ryan you've been in a band before so you know what it's like trying to work out issues like over minutia like when you look back at it, it it's silly it's like one person wants to do one part another person wants to do another part and it's completely arbitrary and it doesn't help and like they're they're arguing there's egos and like there was a there was a lot of that and it it just brought me back to like times where I would, you know, when I was rehearsing or working with people in a band and it was just, and it reminded me of it the same way that this reminded me of relationships and trying to work through things because it, yeah. the, the writing was really good. The acting was really good for representing the issues that people have in a, uh, in a relationship. And a lot of it was very funny and some of it, it gave me anxiety watching yeah. it. Sounds like a lot of fun. well yeah so i I would echo that so i do i think it's very it is very funny um i think it definitely gives you anxiety but uh, but more than anything it's like that trauma of 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 stress that you deal with so in that way it's like i think it works because it does bring you back to some maybe not so great um situations and feelings so i think in that way the feels kind of works um i do think that by the end the last episode works really well in making you actually feel something for the characters and 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 uh, root for their, you know, success and survival in more ways than one um, with, without giving that away. So I think it does find its way to get there, but, but, you know, definitely it, it struggles until it gets to that point, um, you know, in, in that department. But um, all right. So I guess you, so you guys haven't watched, you know, the full thing. So it's to be tough for you to give a full rating, but if you want to give me kind of uh, cynic, your final thoughts and on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to finish the show anytime soon? Well, now that you guys have completely ruined it for me and said that it's relationship based, which is my favorite part of the uh, the whole shebang. Now, I'll finish it because I am invested in the characters and I am a Donald Glover fan, despite the shit that I gave him initially. Um, and by going back to I probably should have focused a little more on the story when you asked the question. I just I had to get that out because I was watching it. And I'm like, 
this feels like earned to me. Yeah. The story itself has been fun and engaging and uh, interesting and, and, and moved along at a good pace. So I, I'm not excited about the fact that you guys say that it's slowed down and becomes more relationship based because I feel like there was a good balance, in the, at least in the first yeah. four episodes, where we had movement in the story, we had movement in the relationship, and everything was kind of simpatico. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely, I'll continue to watch it. I mean, you know, I, I forget what we're doing here. Is it a five or a 10 or a six or what are we doing, Ryan? Ratings rating. wise. Oh, rating out of 10. Out of 10. Um, I'd give it a solid seven and a half. Okay. I mean, it, it was engaging enough in the first four episodes that, you know, I'll, I'll power through the last four. And if it's decent, then I'll give a second series or a, a second season a shot. I mean, um, my criteria is not that high when it comes to TV watching that, you know, I'm willing to invest a couple hours in something that's even mildly entertaining. Yeah. And I, it, 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 it's solid. Like the ending is really good. Like the last episode is really good. And I, and I you know, I think in between is good, but yeah, you're d- d- glad to hear that you'll, you'll see it through. Uh, Justin, how about you? So the, the, uh, f- the, f- the first three episodes, I'm going to give a nine. The next after that, I am going to give a six. Right. Um, that doesn't average out properly. Um, well, it, it, um, I'm, I'm not doing it in terms of an average, um, just in, in general. But overall, I would say it's funny that, that Cynic, you have uh, you, you have I think you have lower criteria because for me, like a seven and a half is pretty good. Right. For like you sound like you didn't like a lot of it. So um, or you won't. But maybe you would lower your your rating if you saw more and that you didn't like it. But um, I would say that it is a about a uh, about a seven. That's uh, from for me. What is like uh, like with a 10 being uh, like a Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones, like on the highest level. So to me, a seven is totally a show worth watching. Right, I don't consider that a bad rating. Um, but if the 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 final episode really brings it, I would be willing to amend it to maybe an eight or even a nine, depending on how well the the final episode, yeah. you know, you know how how much it makes me want to see another season. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's interesting the way the season way it ends might be angering or it might be uh, exciting. So I'll be inter- I'll be interested to hear both of your guys' thoughts. Um, so I'm gonna give it. Um, a nine, uh, eight point seven five. I don't know. Nine is is pretty pretty high. So I, I'd say eight point seven five. I really liked it. Um, you know, I thought the action works, um, and uh, it you know it's a fun twist on that story. Um, and again, I love the relationship and their chemistry, and and I I think it worked. I think you got to see it through, and I, because of how self aware it is, it makes that chaotic, you know, trauma inducing um you know relationship work uh because you know they are aware of it and and as things build you know that that comes to a head so i think they do a very good job with it even if you know relationship you know shows can be kind of annoying um you know i love the therapy episode uh but i'll be interested to see your your thoughts cynic um and, you know, and I think it just does a very good job with with this story. There are a bunch of interesting twists and turns, and um, I love all the cameos. Um, they're all really yeah, good. It kind of does a good job of being kind of episode of the week, uh, you know, or mystery of the week, while also kind of having a, an overarching, you know, story that it that it's very clearly you know following through throughout the entire season. So there is some kind of consistency throughout, you know, what they're doing. But then we get each episode kind of is its own 
you know, little thing. Um, so yeah, I, I give it, like I said, 8.75, really solid. Um, excited to see the next season. I think the way that it ends, um, puts you in a position where you, you, you're going to want to see, you know, what, what happens, but it also might be very annoying the way they end the show. So I'll definitely follow up with you guys to see your thoughts, uh, when it ends, but otherwise, uh, thanks again, uh, for both of you guys for being on the show. Um, this was a lot of fun. I uh, went way longer than I, than I thought on the review, but, but that was, it was really good. I thought the really good stuff. So, um, uh, all of our stuff can be found. We're at portable hole publishing.com and portable hole portable underscore hole uh, for all of our stuff on social media. Um, Thanks again, uh, guys, for being on the show. And Justin, until next time. Watch out for the hole.